Hello, everyone, and welcome back to SCADcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Matt Nickley. This week marks the beginning of SCAD's spring academic quarter and the celebration of SCAD Style, an annual signature event of inspiration, stories, and networking with all facets of the art and design sphere. To help kick off SCAD Style, today you'll hear from an artist who captures moments of the highest style, illustrator Marc-Antoine Coulon. As an artist, Coulon's singular ability to capture the essence of his subjects combines deceiving simplicity with pronounced glamour. His elegant fashion drawings and portraits have helped fuel the resurgence of fine art illustration in magazines and periodicals. Thanks to Coulon, photography and illustration live in harmony between the covers of culture-shaping publications, including Vogue, L, and In Style. His inspired work evokes the charm and lines of the Art Deco era, and has graced advertising campaigns as well as museum walls. Over 2018 and 2019, the SCAD Fash Museum of Fashion and Film in Atlanta held Coulon's first solo museum exhibition titled Unapologetic Lines. Today's interview comes from Paula Wallace and Coulon's visit to the exhibition in October of 2018. While this joyful interview sat patiently in our archive, it's one that I've listened to multiple times for my own enjoyment, and I was just waiting for the right time to release it. I hope you find the same level of joy the conversation brings to me. From SCADcast, this is On Creativity, a conversation between Paula Wallace and Marc-Antoine Coulon. Antoine, welcome to SCAD. Thank you very much. <laughs> Through your work, um, you've encountered Madonna and Prince Harry and Ryan Gosling and many famous people. What were the circumstances and who were some of your favorites? Oh, some of my favorites. I don't know the American audience know, but uh, one of my favorite is Inès de la Fressange. Of course. Who was a gorgeous <laughs> model and the 80s, 90s, and she's still a national treasure. Yes. And she's, she's become a good friend. And we've done, we've worked together a lot. And we, we plan to work together again on uh, yet secret projects, but it's very, uh, very exciting. And she's such a nice human being. So uh, I love her. Uh, meeting Naomi Campbell and Cindy Crawford also was very, very interesting. And it was not planned at all. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a friend, Mapesa, who is now the head of uh, the Haute Couture Department of Dolce Gabbana. Mm -hmm. And she invited me to join uh, her with friends. And I didn't know who the friends were. And they were <laughs> Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, and Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> wow. What a night. <laughs> so did you whip out your um, watercolors or pen and ink and, and start uh, making portraits? Or did you no, just I, enjoy hanging out with them? 
I enjoy hanging out <laughs> with them, but I didn't have to because Naomi Campbell took her phone and told me, did you do my portrait? And she went through all my uh, Instagram and she showed to everybody, oh, he did Johnny Versace, oh, he did that. It was very interesting and uh, they began to uh, follow me and my, uh, my Instagram page went like boom, all of a sudden. Wow. And afterwards, when I came back home, I did a portrait of the three ladies and they mm. uh, shared it on their Instagram, Instagram page. Fantastic. That's kind of the best way to get things out these days. Exactly. So your museum exhibition here at the Scadfash Museum of Fashion and Film, who are some of the subjects that are in this exhibition that um, you might like to talk about? Like how, what were the circumstances of your actually creating their images? And then what were they like to work with? There are two categories. There are the commissions that I don't choose. And uh, for the commission, sometimes I have to work from photos and try to make a completely different image from a photo. It's always complicated because when you work from a, a reference picture, mm -hmm. you are always a bit prisoner from the work uh, of the photographer. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and there are also live portraits. It's, different a bit more complicated because you come from 3d to 2d yes but you can create everything and we will see it when we will do your portrait <laughs> i'm so honored thank you no i'm the one that's honored and flattered and i can't wait <laughs> to do it uh it, it depends sometimes when people sit in front of you they are embarrassed because in our busy lives it's always mm. difficult to sit still yeah. look into each other's eyes mm -hmm. and uh, try to make something beautiful. Mm -hmm. So some talk and talk and talk and talk, they feel the voids, mm -hmm. you know, and some uh, remain silent. It's a little me time for them. <laughs> they almost nap with the eyes open. <laughs> it's completely different. It depends on the personality and the, uh, on the way of being of the human being that, that are in front of me. Mm -hmm. Do you and have any favorite anecdotes from some of your sittings? Yes, it was not a celebrity, but the, it was, there was this man. I was, I mean, it was for Christmas. I was working at Cartier and we made my atelier in the Cartier Salon mm -hmm. in Paris, Rue de la Paix. And um, people, the, the clients came there and they had to choose a beautiful piece of jewelry and to try it on that, to try it on. I offered them tea, champagne, and things like that. Like, oh, as long as it, it is Christmas, why don't you have your portrait done by me in my uh, atelier? Wow. So they did this. And there was this man, there was a big grown-up man, very uh, kind of executive director, you know, very uh, <laughs> serious and very... Uh, uh, self-confident you know? mm -hmm. and we did his portrait and uh, we thought we had a very good time and once the portrait was finished I showed him and he cried like a, like a young kid wow. it was so moving it was wow. so moving to see that big strong man become a kid again mm. it was a big a great gift to me that he did. well it's very touching to him that you shared your talent um, and focused on him for a few minutes and that, that doesn't often happen. Yeah, we, we never know what happens in someone's head when we do their portrait because we all have a complicated relationship with our own private image. You know? yes. And it's sometimes it can bring difficult issues and do some people emotional say, issues to uh, give your image to, to someone. Yes. It's, it can be complicated. Yeah. Can and it's that. in your hands. It's in your hands. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, 
We this... all come as we are and with all our... Uh, oh, I don't know the English word for that. Neuroses? Mm, no, neuroses. Neuroses, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the fact that it is almost silent, peaceful, quiet, it's like a psychotherapy. Ah, yeah. beautiful. That's a great way to describe it. Do some people say, this is my best side, or I like to be, you know, in a certain pose? They do? Yeah, obviously, yeah, of course, <laughs> they do. But uh, when you sit, it lasts for uh, at least one, one, hour, one hour, one hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And it's not possible to be a control freak <laughs> all along the sitting. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning, like, no, no, don't. No, no. Pay attention, no, don't do my wrinkles. Don't do my, <laughs> trust me, I, I'm a professional, I will do that. And if it lasts, they begin to forget and mm -hmm. they play the game, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. They enter the game and mm -hmm. um, I talk to them mm -hmm. very slowly, very peacefully, and they forgot all about their wrinkles, about their fears, you know. Mm -hmm. and that, that's why I, thought, I told you a minute ago that it's a bit like a psychotherapy. Because mm -hmm. we we not only work on the uh, the looks, but also on the soul. Mm. That's beautiful. Because I need to have the soul mm -hmm. in order to be able to render it on the paper. Mm -hmm. You said that you can work anywhere where the lighting is good. Yeah. Do you uh, often work outdoors? Everywhere. Everywhere. In all kinds of situations. I remember in Switzerland uh, was for. Um, jewelry brand. Uh, I did lots and lots of portraits with just candlelight. It was all full. Candlelight. I, I had to guess the light subject features. Sounds romantic. Yeah, yeah it was not. It was not but uh, when I was much younger, I was very uncomfortable drawing in public, for instance, with everybody looking over my shoulder. Yes. And now I've I've done it so many times. <laughs> I'm not nor ashamed or embarrassed anymore. As long as I can have a good artistic relationship with my subject, because my subject is part of the drawing. I don't mm -hmm. do it alone, you know. Mm -hmm. We are two. It takes two to tango. <laughs> it does, yeah. Could you comment on the resurgence of illustration in portraiture, in fashion, in brand imagery, in theater marketing? And I know you've worked in the music industry. Um, illustration seems to have made a resurgence. Yeah. Uh, when I was much younger, uh, end of the 80s, beginning of the 90s, uh, in France at least, it was almost impossible to work as an illustrator oh. because people wanted photos, black and white photos, where we could see the skin, the details, mm -hmm. sand on the skin, you know, things like that. And remember in fashion, photographers were even more famous than the mm -hmm. models. <laughs> that, that's it, happened. It, it, it was part of that time. And uh, the magazines in France, at least again, uh, realized that good photographers was a good thing, a good asset mm -hmm. for their image, but they needed also good illustrators and the two could live together. And the good illustrators helped the magazine to affirm, is that the good word? Mm -hmm. Their yes. personality. Oh, yes. You can't recognize a magazine with the illustrations. That's true. So now the two of them are working together and 
Thank God, it is possible to work as an illustrator <laughs> or as an artist. I prefer mm -hmm. the, the word artist. Yes, yes. Because in the idea of, it's, I, I'm not sure it's relevant here, but the, in the word illustrator, there's the idea that I'm just the, the working hand mm. that works for someone else's mind. Not your brain. Yes, mm -hmm. I want my brain to be part of it, and I want my fantasies to be able to express themselves mm -hmm. on the paper, even when I do uh, illustration work. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I know you're working on a book. So what are some of the hundreds of examples of inspirations or environments or people um, that influence you? Oh, I get influenced by everything every day, uh, even here on the street uh, or a beautiful wallpaper or uh, uh, a beautiful atmosphere or uh, on the plane. Uh, a combination of ideas and I, my my brain is working all the time all the time so uh, inspiration is everywhere mm -hmm. inspiration is everywhere what will you be putting in this book oh this will be a book about paris ah so obviously there will be all the big monuments and the celebrities of paris but also my secret places Ooh. in paris and my secret parisians too mm -hmm. so it's like, it would be like a dialogue with the very famous places and people and the less famous places and people. Perfect. Uh, view through my eyes. And I had the time of my life doing this. Because I, I had to walk into Paris and stop and find the beautiful places and draw there. And it was so magic to be able to uh, stroll in Paris and get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't wait to see your book. It will be out in France and in the United States in September 2019. Perfect. Okay, well, you'll have to come back when the book comes With out. Pleasure. Okay. With pleasure. <laughs> you have agency representation. But for emerging artists, for instance, students graduating from SCAD, how do you recommend that they introduce their work either through relationships or through social media. How do you recommend that um, young artists get started? I think social media is a good thing, yeah, because there was a time where social medias were like a private diary just for friends and uh, for mm -hmm. acquaintances. And I don't think it's the case anymore. They mm -hmm. should be very careful what they post on Instagram or uh, other social medias, but it can be a beautiful tool. I uh, met many pe interesting people through Instagram, for instance. <laughs> I met Inés de la Fressange through Instagram. Uh, I met uh, Carla Bruni through Instagram. Mm. And many, uh, many models, many uh, fashion designers. It's a way on Instagram to get in touch with powerful and interesting and artistic people that you would probably not meet in your everyday life. Mm. It's the way to get to them without uh, embarrassing them. If they want to see your work, they go discreetly and they, and they see it. Uh, it's difficult in real life to go and see Carla Bruni and to show, let me show you my portfolio. <laughs> you know, it's invasive. Mm -hmm. uh, Instagram is not. And uh, many young people are uh, and emerging talents are afraid to have their work stolen if it's on Instagram. Ooh. I think it's not an issue. 
because you have two options. Whether you want to exhibit your work on your fridge and nobody sees it, <laughs> or you want to give it to the world and maybe some of it will be stolen, but it's, uh, it's a good sign. Mm -hmm. it's worth, if it's worth stealing, that's, it's a good work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, it's, it's always complicated. There, there are many people, if they recognize talent in you, that will come to you and say, we want to help you for nothing, just be part of, the, of it. I think it's always dangerous. Mm -hmm. You have to work with people that, uh, that are clear with what they expect from you. When I met my agents, they told me, Marc-Antoine, we want to work with you because we want to make much money out, out of your work. <laughs> That's honest, that's mm -hmm. sincere, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not there to be friends. We happened to it's become friends afterwards. Relationship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But first and foremost, we have to be clear what, what we are doing now. It's mm -hmm. not just we are friends. And, mm -hmm. and um, I think it's important to have our agents or PRs that are able to deal with the, the dirty business for you. That mm -hmm. is the money aspect. It because it's always complicated to pretend to be the genius mm -hmm. and the sailing man, the, the man that saves, mm -hmm. uh, that deals with money. It's mm -hmm. complicated. You cannot be both. Mm. I think it's also one of the keys to happiness in real life. You have to know your place in the world. Am I a PR or am I an artist? Am I an agent mm -hmm. or uh, am I a policeman? And once you, you can take a lifetime to know perfectly what, what is your place. But when you know, once you know where your place is, then there's harmony. Mm -hmm. um, you're, we, you know it when you, you are in your right place. You know. Could you pick out one image that's in the exhibition that you'd like to talk a little bit about? Uh, it's always difficult. We, the first day when I discovered the uh, exhibition, mm -hmm. uh, everybody asked me, what's your favorite one? Mm -hmm. uh, there were all my sons, you know, <laughs> it's, and I have a, a private uh, tender story with each of them. But there's one I like particularly. Uh, there are two collages that are together and uh, with blue paper and just the eyes. Mm -hmm. I love it because when I did it, my agents hated them. <laughs> hated them. They were not comfortable with it. And I think it shows how... Uh, everyone should stay in their place, you know, because an artist has to be alive mm -hmm. and changing and running very fast so that no one can catch you, yes. you know. Mm -hmm. And the agent expects you to do always the same, like a product. A product is always the same with the same mm -hmm. quality. If it has not the same quality, it uh, it goes into the dustbin, you know. Mm -hmm. So we are not products. We are artists, whether we are uh, illustrators or painters, we are all artists. Even I think even designers are a bit of artists, you know, in my definition. And uh, we just have to keep on moving and try to find new ways of expressing our fantasies and mm -hmm. give them to the world uh, every day. And sometimes that means working against your, uh, your partner's advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it takes a little bit of courage to change something when you've been successful with a certain style and then to change and make a make a change in your work. 
it's a complicated balance. Yes, it's a complicated balance. But you know it when you when you've said it all with one medium or with one idea. When you when you're through with something deep inside yourself, you know it. Mm -hmm. You know it. Mm -hmm. But uh, sometimes it's much more comfortable to do always the same. But there are two ways of taking things. I think that you cannot keep people interested in what you do if you do always the same. Mm. You have to be where you're not expected to be. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark Antoine, for exhibiting your amazing work at SCAD Fash Museum of Fashion and Film, and also for spending time with students. Um, what have been your impressions? Uh, I have two, two, a couple of things to say. I loved that place. I wish I had a kind of place like this when I was a student. Because, you know, long story short, um, it runs in the family. So everybody in my family was artists. And so mm -hmm. that's why my father, my parents didn't take it seriously when I told them that I wanted to be artists. So they made me study American literature. Nothing to do in a very dirty old university in Paris. Mm -hmm. It looks nothing like SCAD. <laughs> and when I saw it, my God, it's impossible not to be brilliant with <laughs> such an environment. It's beautiful. And when you, even if you're not creative and you come there, you want to be creative <laughs> and to try everything. I want to try the swings. I want to uh, go to the uh, fashion illustration course. I want to go to the everywhere and try everything. I was like a kid in a, in a toy store just before Christmas. I wanted to try everything. That's a beautiful place. Thank you. I, I know it's your baby and it's a, it's a grown up baby now, but it's, it's a really beautiful baby. I loved it. Thank you. And I loved also the way that uh, there are little groups of pupils. It's not big, huge classes. It's small. Uh, I don't know the English word for that, but you know, uh, sur mesure. Mm -hmm. It's sur mesure uh, in haute couture when uh, you it's made uh, according to your very special measurements. Yes, it's mm -hmm. very uh, personal, you know, mm -hmm. very personal way of teaching. Uh, I loved talking bespoke. to the students. <laughs> yeah, bespoke <laughs> exactly. Thank you. You know the words I want. Uh, yeah, bespoke education. Bespoke education, yes. And uh, it was very interesting to talk to them. It was not at all what I had expected because I prepared something about art, inspiration, obsessions, because I think when you're an artist, it's because you have obsessions and yeah. you don't find the real world, the pictures, the ideas that you have in your mind. Mm -hmm. So you need to express themselves, to take them out mm -hmm. of your chest and make them real to mm -hmm. show them to the world. Okay. And they were, they were very career-oriented, yes. you know? But it was really interesting because mm -hmm. uh, uh, they were very interesting that very precise questions to uh, <laughs> to ask and i had a great time talking to them they were Thank very you. nice and uh, you know that's something that does not exist in france uh, i admire the way you american people trust and believe in your young generation mm -hmm. and the uh, the way you invest mm -hmm. in your young generation mm -hmm. that's very moving very touching and it's very American in a very positive way, you know? Mm. Expect the best. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly. Um, in France, you would never find such a place. And it's a shame, I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's completely different. And I love the way... Uh, I think it's very optimistic. Yes, very optimistic. Yeah. Expect the best, like Expect you said. Expect the best. Yeah. Well, thank you again. I know you studied American history, and um, you, one of your favorite writers is Flannery O'Connor, I yeah. read. And, you know, her home was in Savannah, Georgia, where one of our other campuses is. Yes. So what do you like about Flannery O'Connor? Oh, it was a real love story between her and me. I liked the violence in her, uh, in her writing. Uh, I liked the fact that um, she had a very Christian way of seeing things mm -hmm. and about uh, what she wrote about redemption, you know, yes. when people are, uh, oh, I'm searching for words, excuse me, I don't know how to say it, um, people brag about themselves and they get poetic justice mm -hmm. in each of her short stories mm -hmm. or novels and in a very unexpected way in a very violent way mm -hmm. and uh, the fact that she also was uncompromising mm -hmm. with her art mm -hmm. and uh, with the way she uh, she wrote i remember one of the sentences uh, she said she ate it's not exactly the sentence i hope you will forgive me uh, she ate it to be uh, compelled to work for the tired reader <laughs> and i love this and uh, i hope i uh, i can put it uh, that way for uh, for artists i don't want to draw for the tired viewer tired. yeah yes yes have fresh eyes yeah, yeah exactly. well it's been wonderful talking with you i hope you'll come and visit our savannah campus oh, lacrosse yeah, campus pleasure. and come back to atlanta now now that you know atlanta you'll have to come back yeah and there's a bit of my heart in atlanta thank you thank yeah. you thank you so much for joining me thank you very much mm -hmm. i'm very flattered I hope you enjoyed hearing from Marc-Antoine Coulon. For all fans of Coulon, fine art and stylish coffee table books, Marc-Antoine's Paris fashion flair is a must-have. You can learn more about this year's SCAD style special guests and events schedule at scad.edu. And be sure to keep an eye out on the events calendar page to find out about and participate in all of our upcoming virtual and on-ground experiences. More and more added every single day. Thank you for tuning in to SCADcast and On Creativity, executive produced by SCAD president and founder Paula Wallace, with original music by SCAD alumnus George Lovett. On behalf of the entire SCAD community, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay active. We'll see you next time.